Welcome, apprentices and acolytes, coming in from the Dark Temple for episode 40 of Unlock the Knowledge, and today we're going over the Halcyon Star Cruiser Hotel, and Kenobi is getting so close. Ready up. Ready up. My destiny. Welcome, apprentices and acolytes, coming in from the Dark Temple, visited by Mara Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many other Force sensitives like yourself. I am Lord Dagavir, and I know there's a lot going on in the world right now, but hey, this is why we have it. This is why we have Star Wars, is to disconnect, and let's get to talking Star Wars. I'm going to do my best to give you the best distraction that you can for the next 20 to 30 minutes. So, the Halcyon Star Cruiser Hotel. This is the Dizzy Star Cruiser that everyone has been talking about. I made a video on it, actually, a couple months ago, and it's actually one of the largest viewed videos of my content that actually has nothing to do with reactions it's just me going over in depth about you know the prices and what everything looks like and my final thoughts and everything and but it's super in depth and i have nice really great comparisons to like comics and inverse lore and how things look and i was pretty fair and it was it was it was it was it wasn't really negative there were some things that i did not like about it and of course everybody's talking about the price but uh, over the week i want to say there was a lot of people that were invited to these things a lot of people that i knew which was really crazy and they all were getting to check it out and i gotta say i gotta admit it looks better than what that initial trailer had overly like summarized and give you an overview and, and a lot of people weren't necessarily enjoying the overview they didn't really like it there was a lot of backlash like tremendous amounts of backlash um but i can say definitely that the people that they invited was uh they were larger tier content creators you know some of the largest people uh, some of the most important people in in the era of like pr and star wars for them even people that aren't, weren't necessarily star wars fans but they had gotten invited into it just to reach out to exposure and you know just to hit these all types of demographic and people and audiences um and it looks really cool there was a lot of awesome uh, differences uh, the food specifically uh, the entire cantina scene uh, that they had there they it looked like they had another couple characters in there there was a Rodian that was like everybody's like favorite that they were showing that was not something that was inside the trailer uh, I thought the costumes looked a lot better all the materials the everything looked it looked actually a lot better higher quality um, I can definitely say that although I was pretty excited about a lot of the cantina stuff and the events there was some stuff that I felt looked a little empty empty a lot of the walls still had just like there's very very empty uh, some of the walls were very empty uh i think it was the lobby where there was actually kylo ren and ray like fighting with their lightsabers and it was pretty sick because i think they actually had the um ig ignition lightsabers that they've been using recently because i saw ray go out and she ignited her lightsaber which was really sick um it looked a lot better than it did in that video too i think that was last year when it was unveiled on on may 4th yeah so so much better looking and um there's a holocron that i thought was really cool there's a holocron there where ray is trying to open it up and it actually shows like it's you know it's, it's very disney very disney and, and i like this i actually like this a lot of people for some reason were like you know really like really giving you like some negative feedback about how it, the technology is not there and it looks really basic Man, uh, whatever you know um but it was cool the holocron was a jedi holocron and then if you don't know what that looks like it's basically square and it's got a lot of gold on it and blue in in that basically lights up that indicates that it's usually a a jedi holocron um and the corners each corner 
uh, that was at the top had turned and rotated, uh, which was really cool. Uh, so they came out like triangles on the corners on 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 this square, on this cube shaped, uh, and then it opened up into a hologram, a, a hologram, and Master Yoda popped out, which was really cool. And you know, um, they're showing you a lot of the experience because they want you to—they're doing their best to make you. Uh, how can I say? Just be excited about this experience despite the price you know um and that of course is is the biggest thing i i, I i'm not necessarily uh, sure if everything that i had seen was essentially worth that much money because i'm never gonna be able to go <laughs> i'm broke <laughs> and, and and that's the thing too is i make more money than a lot of people you know and i and they and so if i can't go if i can't afford it <laughs> there's no way someone who's doing paycheck to paycheck and you know working a dead-end job you know that's like like uh, working maybe they're doing lawn work maybe they're doing oh man i just remember being a waiter and and like i could never get a shift covered you know and even if i did like i just made money to buy a couple things here and there for myself and that's uh, that's not something i would be able to afford uh and i don't know you know maybe one day the price will go down but i can say it's definitely a lot better i think it does get a, a lot of negativity because of its price and you know whether that is you know, whether that is, how can I say, warranted, right, for what they've done and the hype that they've built up for it and the scrutiny, I guess you could say, you know, that's not my decision to make. You know, it is it is Disney. Uh, they have a lot more money than a lot of other people. And in today's a day and age, everything is met with negativity first. Everything is met with negativity first, which is why you should go out and experience as best ways can. There's a lot of content creators out there recently that have been able and have the opportunity to vlog this stuff for you. And you should go do that. Disconnect. Go look at something like Star Wars. Go on Twitter. Go on YouTube. Not, not, not really Twitter. Twitter is kind of poisonous right now. But <laughs> don't go on there. Go enjoy yourself and search this stuff up. And, you know, check and see if there's something that you like in there. Oh, my gosh. And they actually have an actual limited, like, it's like a limited edition lightsaber there for the Halcyon Star Cruiser. And it's the only uh, Star Cruiser hotel lightsaber that they have there. Uh, and, and it looks really nice. Like, it actually, I loved um the type of hilt that it was very different i would totally get it yeah you know if i had the money i would totally do it you know but um it's it's the cool I, like i think it's i think it's cool like I, I straight up i still have a lot of issues with like the the deck right the command deck where uh, the actual like captain of the ship um is there i i still have issues with that but everything else looked cool the food looked awesome the clothes looked a lot cooler. Oh man, you know it's um, there's there's potential here. Uh, I I also saw like uh, it's it's weird too because like you know this is a sequel trilogy base and there's a lot of people that are like crapping on that like whatever you know like dude you know like it's it's still Star Wars I, I know you don't like it but it's it's there's still an opportunity here you know for you to to unwind and just enjoy that part of it. Yeah, you may not like. The, the, the movies, but, you know, maybe this portion of that, or there is a portion out there that you can like that has nothing to do with the movies. You know, the characters are the same, the ambience is the same, the setting is the same, but it's, you know, it, it you can detach yourself from that and just have your own experience and enjoy it that way. And I think that you could, but you have to afford it first. <laughs> and whether or not you can or not, that's I feel I really feel like that's going to be the deal breaker. You know, man, I, I really wish it was. Uh, I really wish it was a lot cheaper. I would. Uh, I'm right. Down, I'm literally right down the road. I'm ten minutes away, man. I, I want to go and see it. You know, I want to go and, and and try it out and see what's up. 
I really want to try the food. I, I haven't even gone to Oga's Cantina yet in, in Batu, and I used to go there all the time, man. I mean, that's intentional. That's also that's ultimately the reason why I ended up moving down to Orlando was because oh, I could be so close, and then COVID happened and everything else. But hey, you know what? It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get back to it. We'll get through this, fam. I promise. We'll bring out of that crippling depression. We got this, baby. So I I'm excited. I I think the technology is cool. I think it'll continuously improve. Um, I think there is a little bit of a missed opportunity for there to be more droids i think there should be more droids i don't know how expensive that is or the staff that you would have to hire um i think the people that are there you know this is uh so I've, I've heard so many rumors about tourists being an issue because kids go up and touch it and, and kick things and push things over and break things and i've seen that a lot not just in like disney but just like all over florida because i've lived over in florida i've just seen people who come down here for like spring break or you know it's it's holiday or something and then yeah you know the beaches get trashed and you know all these places get trashed so, uh, hotels get trashed uh, you know i used to do stuff with hotels and everything and and i understand venues and how that's a problem um but at the same time too i feel like these people that, that are paying this much, I would feel like they would take care of it. And it's not a regular Disney trip. The people that are ultimately going, they're paying this much because they love it. They know what it is. They experience it. It's not just another hotel that's inside Disney World. And there's so many hotels that are inside Disney World. No, no, no. But this is different. This is something else, you know? So I think, yeah, go for it bring in more people bring in more droids you know let's see some drones and, and flying droids that you did like D disney only technology only stuff that disney can do and that's something that i want to see more and yeah you know let me see some protocol droids you know dude if, if uh, disney if, if you're looking for someone to like be inside a a a <laughs> if you're looking for someone to literally be inside a uh, a droid for like you know 12 hours 10 hours a day dude dude i will i will pay me ten dollars pay me eleven dollars I don't care, you know, just I'll be there and I will be your protocol droid, dude, and I will just sit there and, and just have all these buttons you want me to press about Star Wars and everything. I, I'll do it. Like, I will do it for the kids, man. Let's go. I'm, I'm totally in there. I would love to see that. I can't wait. I can't I can't wait to see when someone else, uh, when it's open and then someone has the full entire experience. Uh, we're going to wait and see how, how much that is. But hey, you know what? Let's talk about Kenobi. Let's talk about the real fun because the fun is about to begin, fam. I'm so freaking serious i i swear like oh man i kenobi is so close okay and there's been so much talk there it's it's impossible to 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 run away from the leaks you can't run away from the leaks they're everywhere you go into bed you find a leak you just go on twitter you find a leak you go into the youtube comments and then you find a leak it's just everywhere you know and i'm not talking about the vegetable the vegetable no i'm talking about like actual people going off and they what they saw on reddit and everything else man i just want a nice experience but also like the trailers and the posters and then Star Wars and then you have all these people talking about who's casted inside the series so everyone kind of understands what's going to happen in here and now we have Hayden Christensen you know now we have Ian McGregor and now there's talk about even like oh my gosh dude Ian you know like how how is that even gonna how is that gonna happen how is Palpatine and Vader gonna happen I feel like it would I feel like it's so natural that Palpatine would be in here because yeah you know this is the beginning of the Empire this is ultimately where they are hunting down the Jedi and it's gonna be so in insane that if we get to see more than we're actually thinking about like yes it is a Kenobi series but what if we get like Vader 
hunting down other Jedi. Did anyone ever think about that, if that was going to be possible? Because I feel like one thing is going to happen for certain, and that is Vader and Kenobi fighting again. And they have done this in comics prior. They have done this with, like, flashbacks, or Vader is, like, meditating inside of his head, and he's envisioning himself fighting himself, like, actually, like, Anakin Skywalker with cut-off limbs burning on Mustafar, and he grabs him and throws him as if, and he, he says to him, I think it's something, you were a child, and I'm, I'm, a, I think I'm, I'm accustomed to killing children or something like that, and he's calling himself out, you know, because that's ultimately what Darth Vader is. Uh, a lot of people see Darth Vader and Anakin and Skywalker as two different people. I, I, I believe that. I, I do believe that because, um, you know, Anakin Skywalker ultimately was able to take more control again when Luke was there. And uh, throughout that entire time, Anakin is still struggling, or Darth Vader is still struggling from the light, you know? Because he, I feel like he is the chosen one. He does have the darkness inside of him, but the light was always going to be there in some way or some form. And it was often clinging to Padme. And then it was often clinging to his son. Uh, it's just a terrible time for someone who's ultimately trying to be someone else when your past and your future is is pushing you into a way which is his family you know and his love and and it's it's hard it was hard for him to detach and that is ultimately the tragedy of Darth Vader but in that time too yeah man Darth Vader was the ultimate monster that took over it was the dragon it, it was the fire that was ignited and 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 Anakin Skywalker was the fuel that it burnt and uh you know until Luke came back into his life that fire was ultimately doused and put out now like I said, he did fight himself on Mustafar, but he also fought Obi-Wan Kenobi. But you know what's so even more compelling is that he had a vision when he was getting his butt whooped when he first became Darth Vader, okay? Understand this. He doesn't have his lightsaber, okay? Palpatine is like, listen, you know what? You, this was a loss for you, and although I saved your ass, you gotta go out and prove that you're gonna be the person, the rule of two, the apprentice that you're supposed to be. So here you go, I'm dropping off on this planet, now you go beat this guy, and you take your own lightsaber. Bye. Deuces. And that's what happened with Palpatine, right? Palpatine leaves him, Darth Vader is there, and Darth Vader literally is on his quest to go get to go find a new Jedi that he must slay and take their lightsaber out and bleed it with his hate and anger, creating a new red kyber crystal to use and ignite in his brand new Sith lightsaber. And that was a huge story. It was an incredible story. It's one of the first comics in 2015 for Vader. Go check it out! And I think you should. So what Vader is also doing, he gets his butt whooped. Uh, he, he, I mean, in the beginning, he he get, and he doesn't necessarily get his butt whooped, but this Jedi that he finds is one of the baddest suit. He's actually on exile during this time, and it's incredible because this guy was like trying to sit there and uh, and and meditate for like hours and hours, like years and years. I mean, this dude has been there for the longest time. Darth Vader finds him, and dude, this guy just puts a whooping uh, on Vader. Like, and you know, because Vader is still trying to trying to. It's his first fight. I mean, it's it's like it's legitimately his first fight in this mechanics. He's trying to understand how much strength he has, his speed. He's trying to learn how to use anything in all types of uh, saber combat and styles again. He's not Anakin Skywalker, the chosen one. He's Darth Vader. He's much taller now. He also has more power, uh, you know. But there's just different. You know, he's he's always in pain. That's something he has to deal with. It, there is a different type of methodical combat that he has had to think about and ultimately curate. Um, and create all by himself from the ground up, uh, throwing out everything he's ever learned and becoming someone else. This is the pathway onto Darth Vader. 
So he, he's sitting there after he gets after he loses the first battle, and he's just he's beat up, man. His like his mechanical leg is gone, you know, his mechanical arm, his his cape is totally like tattered and, and burnt and messed up. Like he is not looking good, uh, <laughs> and he's literally trying to drag away. But when he, I think he's sitting there and he's thinking about like everything, and and one of the things that he thinks about is going to Obi Wan Kenobi, and asking for forgiveness. And that was, it was like just an instant, just, just an instant. And there's beautiful frames of him, like just sitting there. He finds Kenobi. He has no idea where Obi-Wan Kenobi is. Obi-Wan Kenobi sitting on this rock and in Obi-Wan Kenobi turns and then it's Darth Vader all beat up, you know, in his like Vader suit. And then he's like, Obi-Wan. And then he takes off his helmet and then he falls to his knees and he's like, please. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan Kenobi is all like, Anakin. You know, and, and it's and it's and it's really sad, you know, because Darth Vader is a tragedy. Darth Vader ultimately is just a big sad man. A big, big, dangerously powerful sad man. You know, because that's what he is. He he is, you know, he's hurting in pain, mentally and physically forever, you know. And and that's one thing I've always thought about. It's like, oh, are they gonna do this? Or is is this gonna like are we gonna see a retcon with these Vader comics? You know, um, and uh, how exactly are they going to meet? And one of the ways I thought was like, well, you know, you, you think about that. You think about the original time in in Episode Four, which is the first episode of Star Wars ever. You know, what is the lines that he say when he meets Obi Wan Kenobi? First, okay, he said, well, you know, Han Solo and everybody gets out of the Millennium Falcon. They search the Millennium Falcon. They're not there. Darth Vader walks out of it, and he's like, wait, I think I I sense something since you know and then he just walks off and everyone's like whoa where's where's our boss going <laughs> and then you know and then he thinks about kenobi and there's still quite a bit of time between a new hope and the kenobi series you know i think it's almost over a decade until that movie happens right that experience happens it's very possible they could have met again and i don't think that obi-wan kenobi was always on tatooine someone is going to find him you know you know that he has contacts with Bail Organa. Bail Organa was, of course, one of the guys that we've seen in a lot in the in the prequel trilogy, and also a little bit in Rogue One, right before uh, they blow up his home planet of Alderaan, because he ultimately raised Leia Organa. I think you could also potentially see Leia in this, which is going to be awesome too, because what if there was something that happens? Everyone's so fixated on him defending Luke. What if something happens with Leia, and Obi-Wan Kenobi has to go out there and help Leia, right? That would be amazing. That would make so much sense because it also makes understanding that Leia is a diplomat. Leia is so political because of Alderaan and because of Bail Organa. And maybe Darth Vader is on this trying to dispose of the Senate, you know, because in the Empire, excuse me, in uh, A New Hope, that is one of the first lines that Tarkin has that, hey, you know, em the Emperor just completely dissolved the Senate. It is no, it's all done now. <coughs> Sorry. And... I think that's awesome too because maybe that's part of what this this plan is too. He's also finding the Jedi and then he's also trying to dispose of the Senate and and, and either buy them out and if they if they can't buy them out and their loyalty, then you know they get, and then he sends Vader after them and well along with whatever Jedi remaining and maybe potentially Obi-Wan Kenobi is there standing between him and whoever this diplomat is. Uh, it's maybe it's maybe it's not Leia, but maybe it's someone in there. Maybe it's Mon Mothma. That would be really cool. I would love to see Mon Mothma, and maybe Leia is also there as well, which makes it so very important, you know. Um, but maybe it could be Mon Mothma because I don't think Mon Mothma and Kenobi would actually see each other before uh, A New Hope, because 
of what's happening. Yeah, I think, yeah, she doesn't, in Rogue One, she doesn't even know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is. She just says the Jedi friend to Bail Organa. So that may not work out, but someone else. Um, there's so many, there's so many alternatives. There's so many scenarios, and I just can't stop cooking them up in my head. I'm theory crafting all the time and won't stop. It's like a buffet, man. I'm, I'm full, but I'm not really. But I still want more. I still keep thinking about it. So we meet again at last, right? We meet again. I want you to think about that. We meet again at last. Is that referring to Revenge of the Sith? No, it's not. In fact, it's. I always was confused when I saw that because Darth Vader says this. When I left you. When I left you. When I left you. Not when you left me. <laughs> when you left me burning on the molten lava of Mustafar. No, 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 no. When I left you. I was the learner. So I wonder if that indicates as well that Darth Vader is also going to essentially lose, um, which I'm uh, I'm not necessarily too hype about because I, I feel like as Darth Vader is still learning to become himself, he's he's much more powerful now. He's he like you know he has given himself to the dark side, and he ultimately has accepted it, which is why he became Darth Vader. And I'm not so certain Obi-Wan Kenobi can can deal with that because even in Revenge of the Sith, while Obi-Wan Kenobi was holding back just a little bit, you know, he was, you know, he, this man was like barely dying every every time. Like, like he was so overwhelmed against Anakin. I, I really feel like the only, the only reason, the only real reason Anakin ended up losing that fight because he just got stupid and decided to jump 100 feet up in the air over Obi-Wan, you know? Like, it was just really silly. He just got caught sleeping and too arrogant, and that's ultimately what, which was his failure. Uh, but one of the, one of my favorite books, Lords of the Sith, is it talks about how he was always, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker was always meant to fail there so he can become stronger and become Darth Vader. It was this pathway. It was these building blocks. It was these Lego. No, not Lego. Sorry. <laughs> it was these. Do it was the domino effect that slowly fell and and pushed him, accelerated him into this process that created Darth Vader, the the, the Dark Lord of the Sith. You know, and and I've always loved that. So, how are we going to see them fight? I mean, how are we going to see them meet? And it, and it's going to be so emotional too. Because this is all prequels, you know, this is all prequels, this is what I grew up on. These, this trilogy is essentially mine, because I never felt like the original trilogy was mine because I wasn't alive during that time. And the prequels were, nobody liked them when I was younger. No, even Revenge of the Sith, I love, I love Revenge of the Sith so much, and The Phantom Menace, I thought it was amazing. Attack of the Clones was kind of, eh, you know, whatever. And... I love I love those two movies so much, but I remember talking about them with older people because they were the only ones that ever talked about Star Wars, and they hated it. They thought it was so stupid, and although they thought it was stupid, it never deterred or you know obstructed my love for Star Wars. It it in fact it made me like it even more, you know. Um, and then of course you find people at like school and stuff that liked it as well, uh, but you know. It, it's it still felt like it was mine. It still felt like like yo the Star Wars prequels. These are mine. Nobody likes this. I can have this plate of food all to myself, and I'm gonna eat it. Um, 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 you know. <laughs> so that's how, that's literally how I felt. And yeah, you know, I I'm I'm so excited. I've never really been like a Kenobi fan. Obi Wan Kenobi, like, and that not like he's like terrible and I hate him. No, no, no. It's just like I never really. 
how can I say, felt like I could be Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, Obi-Wan Kenobi was always someone who was, like, extremely mature, you know, you know, had his ish together, <laughs> you know, uh, was fantastic. Just, like, just a great role model or person. And, and I felt like Obi-Wan Kenobi didn't necessarily have too many problems. And that's why I wasn't really so fixated. I was always about Anakin, you know? I always loved Anakin. Anakin was sick, you know? Uh, and, and that's what I liked, Anakin, because I had depression, I had anger issues, you know, and sometimes I had an attitude, and so I liked Anakin because everyone else didn't like him, and, and no one liked me when I grew up. So I always appreciated Anakin Skywalker and what he turned into as, as Darth Vader, uh, just because he felt like an outcast, and no one essentially really understood him in the Jedi Order. That was the really like the main thing that I that I liked, you know. Um, and then it's sad when he turns, you know. It's it's really and it broke my heart too because. You want to see your favorite character be the hero. You want to see your favorite character do good things. But Anakin didn't do good things. And Anakin was struggling to to not do good things. He was consistently making bad decisions, you know? Um, and so that's why I feel like Return of the Jedi <clears throat> is one of the greatest endings all time. Because he's finally, finally done. You know, he finally turned. He finally did it right. Does it make up for everything that he did? No. But he finally was on the right path. Finally, after so long, you know? And now we have that after so many years, we're finally getting Kenobi and Anakin again. It's, it's, you've seen it in Clone Wars, they're brothers, you know? You've seen it in Revenge of the Sith in the prequels, you know, they are brothers, you know? And then, oh, you know, me when I was, you know, when I was younger, and then even after the prequels and I saw the original trilogy, I just wasn't satisfied when I saw A New Hope and how that went out because it's so far into the past with George Lucas and I felt like although he's such an amazing like director it's practically impossible for him to really have the ability of foresight to understand everything he's going to do in these prequels so when the dialogue comes out yeah there's a lot of openness you know why is Obi-Wan Kenobi so old what are they talking about you know like what, what is Vader talking about what, what, what you know like there's just a whole bunch of weird things that are happening in uh, in a sense like when everything else is built a lot of people say that it doesn't make sense it doesn't make context but that's why you have stuff like this and i feel like kenobi is really gonna make you go back and want to watch a new hope even more it's gonna make you want to go back and watch maybe endor or rogue one revenge of the sith again you know and and that's why i love that because that's what makes star wars so much better fam Man, I can't help can wait. I can't wait to see Anakin Skywalker and Kenobi. And I feel like Kenobi, like, here's the thing too. I don't think a lot of people are like really understanding what's going to happen here too. Because I think Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be like hella depressed. And if people really did not like the way Luke Skywalker was, I don't think they're ready to see Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, because... I think ultimately Obi-Wan Kenobi failed more than Luke Skywalker. And the reason why I say that is because the Empire lasts a lot longer than the First Order. <sighs> you know, and like Darth Vader was, uh, Anakin Skywalker was the chosen one. You know? Kylo Ren wasn't really the, uh, Ben, sorry, Ben Solo wasn't the, the chosen one. He was just a family member that Luke just couldn't connect to correctly. You know, and and then decisions happened, right? Everything that you see in the sequel truly happens. But like, there's Qui Gon Jinn. There's the built up of Qui Gon Jinn. 
and then how Qui-Gon Jinn dies, and Qui-Gon Jinn is literally the perfect master, the perfect teacher for Anakin, and and ultimately, if he survives, Anakin Skywalker does not turn. I, dude, I don't, I will harshly debate anybody, and I will literally, because it's all bias, honestly, I just, I just cannot, no one will ever convince me that Qui-Gon Jinn teaches Anakin, and Anakin turns. Like, it just, to me, it's it just does not happen. It will not happen. I just can't believe it. I don't care how how intelligent you are, how how many facts you're throwing in my face. I just I just won't believe it because I don't want to believe it. You know, I just really believe that he's the dude. You know, he was the dude that was going to do it all. And Obi Wan Kenobi didn't even necessarily want to train Anakin. He only did it because it was the last thing at the start. Okay, at the start, it was the last thing Qui Gon Jinn said before he died. Train the boy. He is the chosen one. You know, and. When they grow, and they grow up, you know, and they're doing their things. Obi-Wan Kenobi is learning to be a master. He's not really a full-fledged master until Revenge of the Sith. But even then, it's 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 too late. Anakin's been corrupted. No one was paying attention. All under their skin. All under their noses. Right in front of them. This man, this old, shriveled man, was so strong on the dark side. Has absolutely, man, just, just conditioned. Anakin Skywalker into the dark side and, and became his his apprentice that he handpicked, you know, and Obi-Wan Kenobi is thinking about that. Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to go over that a thousand times. There is nothing to do on the sands of Tatooine. He's going to think about his failures and he's going to be so freaking depressed, man. Like, I, I really, I really see that. You know, I I really believe that's going to happen. And I hope a lot of people this time around are way more understanding to how Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be if that does manifest. Because I do, I do, I really do see that he's going to think about it. He's going to think about Padme. He's going to think about Anakin. He's going to think about the entire Jedi Order that he ultimately couldn't save. He's going to think about Yoda. Psst. Mace. Man. And that's the thing too is like, what would really get me going is like Liam Neeson <laughs> showing up as a force ghost every once in a while to talk to Obi-Wan. Man, give me that. If that's it, I'm done. <laughs> I am so done. I am so done. Well, fam, I hope you enjoyed this 30 minutes of distracting you from everything else. Hey, you know what? Don't worry about it, okay? We're going to be back next week. I still got content coming out. I know crazy things have been going on ever since last Sunday, but don't worry. The Dark Temple is here, and everyone coming in. Everyone's coming in. Visited by Mera Jade, Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many other Force sensitives like yourself. I am Lord Dagavir. Stick around, fam. We'll be back next week with the knowledge. I'll see you around. Deuces.